The All Things Techie Podcast is a product of the Extreme Media Network. For advertising and sponsorship opportunities, please visit www.extrememedia.ie. That's X-T-R-E-M-E, media.ie. Audio-visual from an Irish perspective, this is the All Things Techie Podcast. Late one Friday night and coming to you from Dublin, Ireland, I'm Justin Dawson. It's episode 39 of the All Things Techie Podcast. I apologise, listeners. It's The last episode came out on the 1st of November. Oh my God, that's a while back. Been so busy, been so busy. What's coming up in the programme? We're going to be talking about fake headphones and uh, how you can tell if they're fake and is the quality just as good? Should we be buying fake headphones? And um, we're going to talk about the LTSNG at home, the AV awards that happened so long ago, but we're going to talk about them anyways. And uh, we're going to be talking about Christmas and the fact that we're at the end of the work year as we hit Friday and um probably about two or three more work working days for a lot of people for me i've been off for the past week but i've just been catching up on myself and uh being able to do this podcast do some research for the podcast i'm going to be talking about green screens virtual um events and much much more um new grange and they're going to be doing a live stream next week or in about two or three days time and um, we're going to be talking about that the winter solstice and um, events that's happening in ireland if events are going to start again because our r rating has shot back up and we had i think 580 odd cases here today in ireland so maybe we'll be allowed to celebrate christmas and then it's going to be locked down again before we start off, I want to do a big shout out to a good friend and uh, I can call him colleague now because uh, we both work for the Higher Ed AV Media Group and uh, Joe Way. I was talking to Joe literally on the night, well, daytime for him, um, about two or three days ago and an electrical fire, I believe, in his garage at his house and total wipeout. Look at this photo. The AV community has come together and put a GoFundMe page up for Joe. Thankfully, he was able to rescue Christmas. Well, his wife apparently was able to rescue Christmas. He was at home when, when all this happened. No one was hurt. Thank God no one's hurt. Big flames. But the house is in a bit of a state of repair. And so far, there's been over $7,500 raised for Joe which just shows you how the AV community across the world has come together. I really, really think this is just shows how strong our community is. We look out for each other, you know, at the Christmas period, people being out of work, people helping people get jobs. And, you know, it's not just the hashtag AV in the AM. It's not just AV tweets hashtag. It's a community. It's a family. And it's really showing off here. If you have any spare money, if you can donate to Joe and just help him rebuild, you know, it's going to take some time. His Christmas has been turned upside down. I think it's a big shout out to Joe and keeping the faith there, brother, and um, hope everything goes well for you at Christmas. Hope we 
like the bar has been set at ten thousand. I think way over ten thousand dollars is going to be raised. It's fantastic to see the AV community coming so strong together. So there's the page. I'm I'm just throwing it up on our links. It's going to be on the show notes of episode thirty nine of the All Things Techie podcast. So as well. So if you have any spare change, and we're going to put it up on the, our Twitter page as well. Please help out Joe. You know, um, help out Joe. You know, um, his his whole house. It's it. Thankfully, no one was hurt. Now, coming up in the program, I'm going to be talking about Bose headphones. These fake Bose headphones that I got. I'm going to try and hold these up to camera. There we go. In-ear headphones that came from a site called Wish.com. They're completely fake. I did a test with them. I didn't have a look at this unboxing. So um, these came today in the post. Total knockoff of a well-known brand, Bose. And let's have a look and see what's inside. Okay, so we have the USB charging lead. Let's have a look at the ports here. Not bad. Looks like a decent enough cable. Wiring, well, the wiring could be interesting inside that. We have the charging, uh, little, don't know how you open these, and I'm doing it one-handed. But uh, yeah, with the Bose logo as well on it as well, and the charging port at the back. Again, looks quite decent. Let's just open the whole box up here, where we will find, sorry, one-handed guys, one-handed. Okay, so then we have the two little earpieces with the Bose logo on it again. Looks decent enough. And of course the instructions, which is of course because where it came from, going to be in a different language, but is there any English on these? Oh there is, okay. Twins, two wireless earbuds, uh five volt V5, V5, yeah maybe. And um, frequency range, Bluetooth pairing. Press the multifunction button, release the button at the same time, and the blue lights are turned out flashing. Okay, so we're going to give these a go, and I'll let you know how I get on. So I did. A, I actually did a call with these Bose headphones with Simon Lang. A bit of electrical magnetic interference, EMI, um, in the background when neither of us were talking. But he could hear me perfectly. And even if I'm going for a jog, I have to say... How are Wish.com getting away with selling these? They are like they cost me seven dollars on Wish.com. They probably cost about I don't know maybe sixty, seventy, maybe a hundred dollars. The real deal. But you know, sound quality for listening to podcasts as I go out for a walk, uh, pushing a pram, absolutely perfect. But uh. Do I condone uh, people selling these? You know, like, this is crazy, you know, how how much of replicas. And I'm surprised Wish.com isn't getting themselves into trouble for selling stuff like that. Um, with the Bose logo and everything on it. 
and uh, the box you would swear it's the same if you went um and bought them like for like or if people were selling them online and not saying that they were fake so uh earlier in the month uh earlier in very uh, end of november i believe it was and uh, into december ltsmg at home we got so much you've seen my unboxing video if you haven't seen my unboxing video uh take a look at my twitter page but you know ltsmg at home really really great uh conference loads of speakers um caught up with the sennheiser guys who uh sent me a load of swag I, including my multi-tool that's uh on my shelf above my head here i hope you like my uh virtual background just thought i'd make it make it christmasy this uh this episode for episode 39 now we're going to keep episode 40 for the new year and so many changes to the program we're going to try and do some things more regularly i know it's been a while since we last did a podcast episode but uh plenty of plans for the new year with the podcast and uh tying in with higher education tying in with like ireland restarting hopefully you know with with COVID nineteen and and everything going on as well and a couple of interviews that we had lined up and just because I think everyone at this stage is zoomed out is burnt out we're going to have those episodes in the new year uh, but what did you make out of the AV awards I literally tuned into it it was, it was do you know what it was at an awkward hour for me with having young kids at on a Friday. Some people dressed up for it. Some people did the happy hour afterwards. Good entertainment in between, but I found that because of the demand, the site did lag as well. It did. Um, it wasn't. Yeah, you know, it, it it was interesting. It it was different. They they tried to put on the the best show, um, but doing an awards of that scale virtually. Meh didn't it it felt weird and i it, you know what i think a lot of the av community felt the same way about it um but uh we, we spoke about the ltsmg christmas quiz it's a question of like what is going to happen in the new year you know the vaccinations hopefully come out in ireland um come out in england and come out they're already out in england of course uh come out across europe Will this be the means to having ISE and Infocom run successfully in the summer? Who knows? It's it's too far away to tell. Um, if there's different strains of this virus, if they if if they find that the virus doesn't kill every or the um the not the virus kills everyone, if the um vaccine doesn't work on different strains we're in a bit of trouble um with with things but uh, events are reopening in ireland let's have a look at the different events that's happening recently you know what i i was i was saying to my wife recently that it's so weird like around christmas time usually you see a load of circus tents up around the area i've seen one circus tent um, out on the south side of Dublin recently, and I was like, "Oh, there is a um, circus is still going on across Dublin, probably at a very small scale." Uh, but in on the south side of Dublin, I've seen a drive-in cinema 
uh, show with a big projection screen. Looked really cool. Um, or was it an L- It might have been an LED as well. I was just driving along the motorway and I seen like flashing lights and always usually catch my attention. Not the guards. No, not the guards, but it, it did catch my attention that day. So at Malahide Castle, which is just up the road from me, uh, for many families around the country, Christmas pantos are an annual tradition. This year, obviously very different, but drive-in pantos is available uh, from from this weekend, taking place in Malahide Castle. A Peter Pan panto is on screen, starring Alan Hughes, Rob Murphy, Jake Carter, and uh, Michelle McGrath. Uh, there's also virtual and stream pantos taking place across the country throughout the month. Um, Glow Cork will take place, the annual festival celebration which lights up Cork City each year with a variation of the usual events planned for uh, this Christmas period. There's been a couple of uh, really nice lit up displays um, across Dublin. Uh, McCann Fitzgerald, which would be in the financial district of Dublin, recently uh, made the outside of their building look like a giant Tetris. Have a look at this. And uh, then in Waterford, there is the Waterford Winterville. Uh, back again this year, the Waterford Winterville will run until the 23rd of December, with most parts running from Wednesday to Sunday each week. There are plenty of things to do and Christmassy sites. So like the vintage Ferris wheel, a Christmas nutcracker trail, and some beautifully decorated shop windows. Um, and then, oh, I must actually put up this. This is actually my street outside where all the residents got together and decided that they wanted to put Christmas lights around all the trees. And we started off with our street and then it grew to the street beside it and the street beside that. So now about a good third of the housing estate is lit up with these battery powered Christmas lights and you know what it, it, my wife actually turned around to me and said you know what at least we can now see the kids playing on the street at night <laughs> and it's, it's not the the reason we put lights around all the trees um along the street so we could see the kids playing on the street at night and they not they're not wearing high vis but it, it it really lights up the area and it looks really special. It's really magical. Have a look at this photo. This is a photo that was sent to me um, about a week or two ago. And this is how apparently kids are supposed to see Santa. With Santa inside a see-through tent to keep him protected. Like my son had Santa um, come to him and Santa was wearing a face mask. Um, at his local uh, play school only today and Santa gave uh, selection boxes to all the his class in the play school and it was a very fast visit and they sung jingle bells and so forth he's it's he's singing jingle bells constantly my little three-year-old at the moment but I don't I don't think that's right I, I've seen some I've seen this as a dome and then i've seen some virtual santas have a look at this i believe there's room for av companies to jump on board the fact of helping santa out with virtual backdrops some my my sister was involved listeners in a virtual santa that she won as a prize on a radio station 
apparently costs 60 euro to have two of her uh, daughters involved in in this virtual santa where santa came along santa wasn't in a grotto like what uh, i have at the moment uh, he was standing in front of a webcam and uh, yeah it didn't really look very much like the north pole at the time but it cost 60 euro and they sent out two toys which santa's elves probably got made for about five or ten euro bit expensive i think if it was interactive i think you know i've seen some videos over in america where they have santa in one room the kids in the other and they'll open up a magic door and they'll let uh, the elves drop the presents that santa has got for them and santa is um in his magical land with led screens and everything i think that's the way to go forward if that hey we're probably passing now where santa will be available for in the next couple of days in these type of environments but you know and then you have the apps like the portable north pole fantastic app i love portable north pole the way they um they have integrated it where santa has photos of the kids and uh, you can send santa photos of the kids and they send a special video back fantastic idea let us know what you think you know <laughs> i i can't i can't justify bringing uh my son or daughter to a santa that would be inside a little tent that they they have to talk to santa that way and luckily enough santa has visited uh kieran's uh play school so hopefully you know and he's, he's he's happy with that and at that age but my goodness if there's another pandemic like this i hope that there's a lot more av technology that's brought in to help santa claus with us this technology not agreeing with you send us your queries visit www.allthingstech.ie now as of recently uh, the data protection commission finds twitter 450 thousand euro over data breach the data protection commission dpc in ireland ha has fined twitter for 450,000 euro for its handling of a data breach under the general data protection regulation the dpc opened an investigation into twitter in january 2019 after the company publicly disclosed that it had inadvertently made some of its private tweets public users private tweets public so I'm guessing this is the private uh, messaging area of Twitter. And I would be very upset if I found out that some of the private messages that I have on Twitter was accidentally made public. The regulator found that the social media company failed to promptly declare and properly document the breach. Its first such cross-border GDPR decision by the commission, which serves the lead for the European Union privacy supervisor for a number of tech giants. The watchdog described the fine as an effective, proportionate and dissuasive measure. The regulation requires most breaches of personal data to be notified to the relevant super supervisory authority within 72 hours of the controller becoming aware of the breach. It also stipulates that the document 
they document what data was involved and how they responded to the security incident. Twitter was found to have failed on both counts in this case. GDPR allows for fines up to 30 million euro or 4% of the global turnover, whichever is higher, to be imposed on companies that breach the regulation. Twitter said it's an anticipated consequence of staffing between Christmas Day 2018 and New Year's Day uh, resulted in it not notifying the Commission outside the 72 hour period. Uh, we have made changes though that all the incidents following this have been reported to the DPC in a timely fashion, it said. Well, well, you know what, if it's four percent uh, of the global turnover, it could be the the charge. I think Twitter got off quite lightly with 450,000, it sounds like. Let us know what you think. Comment at allthingstech.ie. You can use our uh, hashtag, allthingstechie. You can visit us at www.allthingstech.ie. And don't forget to like, comment and subscribe to the show. It means so much to us. And if you want to get your hands, listeners, on one of these lovely All Things Techie podcast stickers, all you have to do is send us your details and we'll send out some stickers as well because it's Christmas and we're feeling very Christmassy at the moment. Like, like our show? Don't forget to subscribe to All Things Techie in your favourite podcast store. Now, uh, the winter solstice is very popular in Ireland. <laughs> I think at, at Newgrange, I think the royal family once asked could they actually attend the winter solstice in Newgrange and they were told, yeah, you can join the raffle as well because hardly anyone gets into the chamber. I think there's maybe 30 or 40 spaces to each year that's raffled off to be inside the chamber when the sunlight shines through the chamber at Newgrange. And I've been to Newgrange once or twice with my wife, I I must have visited again because they actually have found a lot more um, materials and artifacts and they've done some excavations in nearby fields and they found more stuff linked with new ranges. Really, really fascinating. And of course, because of the tourist industry and COVID, they haven't had the visitors and it's mainly been closed. Now, they did do, I think, back in 1998 or 2000. So we're talking about 20-odd years ago. They did some live streams of the winter solstice. Now, remember what the technology was, listeners, back 20 years ago. Well, this year, because of COVID-19, the winter solstice sunrise at Newgrange will be live streams from the tomb chamber this year in place of events an event for visitors. Newgrange, a passage tomb for the Neolithic era, usually hosts guests in the chamber each winter solstice for a coveted view of the sunrise aligning with the roof box into the passage. The tomb, which was, which is around 5,200 years old, is closed to visitors this winter due to COVID-19 restrictions. Instead, the sunrise will be live streamed on the morning of the 21st of December with more details to be released in the coming weeks. Well, actually, the details are released. Here is the link. Um, it's popping up at the bottom of the screen now. And we also will have the details on our show notes, uh, episode 39 of the All Things Techie podcast. 
With the Chamber closed to visitors, the Office of Public Works and the National Monument Service are undertaking research into the way the sunlight enters the passage tomb during the solstice. Now, I uh, have been told what AV Company is involved with this, and I don't know am I allowed to release the name of the AV Company, but I was told that it, they have spent days trying to align themselves in the right position to get the sunrise coming through this chamber. And don't forget, this chamber was made 5,200 years ago. It, like, it is... It should be one of the wonders of the world. You know, how did they design these things back then, 5,200 years ago? The project will measure and monitor the movement of sunlight coming through the roof box on either side of the winter solstice to determine how the beam of light at dawn interplays with the chamber approaching the solstice and after it. Minister of State and Pub uh, for the Office of Public Works, Patrick O'Donovan, said that for operation reasons, the Office of Public Works has regretfully made the decision not to host the usual winter solstice and new range this year. And again, the link on the web of the website to actually view this on the morning is below and also on our show notes. A number of new discoveries were made around Newgrange last year, including dozens of previously unknown monuments and possible Neolithic log boats in the riverbed and the river Boyne that runs along by Newgrange. I can't wait to go and see Newgrange again. It's fascinating. Um, and the link's up on our show notes and on the All Things Techie website, www.allthingstech.ie. Audio visual from an Irish perspective. This is the All Things Techie podcast. Now, again, I did mention about Joe Way and his house. And if you want to fund uh, Joe and help rebuild and help him have a good Christmas, thank God no one was hurt. Again, the photos here and how you can help is on the screen below um, but I've been writing for the higher ed AV media group for the past three episodes and please do take a look at the website and let me know what you think of my articles um, that I've been doing I, I like criticism I like compliments more compliments than criticism but if you like to tell me what you think of the of what I'm writing and give me any tips or tell me any tips with equipment and advice Love to hear from you. At Justin Orr Dawson is my Twitter handle. You can also contact me through the All Things Techie website as well. I thought, talking about virtual reality earlier and about um, virtual backdrops and calls and Santa Claus, I thought this was amazing. This was Oprah interviewing Barack Obama recently, and they were on two different coasts in America. They weren't even in the same studios or, or building or anything. By the power of green screen and the same type of props, they made it out that Barack Obama was sitting with Oprah Winfrey as part of an Apple TV and Oprah's series. And it's not the first time that this type of technology has been used because it seems now, I was trying to find out who actually does the technology. And if anyone can actually answer this question and tell me who, who uh, runs this technology, please get in contact with the program. Like I've seen, I've seen some 
third party company saying, oh, well, the cheap alternative to this is buying our product. And in fact, there, there was one uh, there was one startup business that actually is doing um, inflatable green screens and studios like a tent that you can put around and you can do your green screen backdrop. I'll, I'll try and find the, the website and put it in the show notes as well. And but I just thought this was really cool. First started on the Drew Barrymore show um, and had a virtual backdrop with three different presenters, all with the same type seats and same type of green screen environment in different studios across the States, stitched together seamlessly to make it look like they're all sitting in the same room. I love this technology. Is it is the way forward now if, if we do want to do interviews like we've seen we've seen facial manipulation especially in presidential elections and fake news and fake media where they can make the lips someone else's lips look like a president's lips and make it out that they said something that they didn't or celebrities as well like that's it's a total new way of media propaganda and then you have this end of things where you can make it out that you're sitting with the guests and it never happened. Probably the most famous uh, film that actually did these types of things. I have, to, I have to actually look up when the film actually came out in the next couple of minutes. And I'll, but Forrest Gump, when Forrest Gump is with different previous US presidents and the different scenes where he's popping up in in different scenes and he's with Elvis and he's with different all these different types of people and celebrities and presidents that was back then but this type of technology I just it just blows my mind how seamless it looks and my uh Oprah playing footy with President Obama as well or President Obama playing footy with Oprah really amazing technology and they're sitting in different areas of the room um drop key technology i i love i love to learn which company did it and see more of a how-to video on it uh, of how how seamlessly it was stitched together well that's all for episode 39 of the all things techie podcast really appreciate the support you've given us me for the past 39 episodes the new year brings some new changes to the podcast exciting changes and i hope you join us then don't forget to like comment and subscribe uh, vote for me in the av nation readers choice awards really appreciate that and uh, i'll talk to you soon happy christmas god bless